Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello to your beautiful shoe chakra. It's Crystal Rosas back with another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Tonight, something at work is really messing up my aura. My prima Jessica, she's in town. Of course, I hit the red carpet at our sold-out Z100 Jingle Ball. Why I hate going out here in New York City. One of my boyfriends, Prince Eric, he's irritating me. And Dad Zaddy and I, we're getting kind of serious. ¿Qué pasa? My name is Crystal Rosas. I'm a 20-something Latina who just moved from California to the Big Apple. Frappy. Sorry, that was my cat Frappuccino. They're still getting used to the city life. Anyways, where was I? Um. Oh yeah, I take over afternoon radio every day on the world famous Z100. But when night falls, I'm looking for all the clout I can get and casually searching these streets for my Prince Charming. Come on this sexy single journey where we'll go on a date with a new guy from the apps every week, host red carpets and interviews, and weasel our way into the secret society of New York's top socialites. Oh yeah, and someone's always watching. That's my overprotective mom. <laughs> this is Crystal's Nightcap. Happy Monday to you. Wow. This week was actual insanity. We're getting into everything that happened with my life and work and all the crazy things I got to do this week in the nightcap. And then we'll get to my cave, a little update on the boys situation, which, oh, there's updates, sis. There is updates. But I hope that you're having a great Monday. I hope that you had a good weekend. I hope that you got to see people that you loved and spend time with people that you loved. I hope that you're doing okay on this Monday. I know the holidays are here in like a week or two weeks. Such a crazy time for all of us, but we're all in this together. And y'all know, like two weeks ago, I was ready to physically and mentally collapse. Last week, I was a lot better. And this week, I'm better as well, even though I'm I'm going through a lot mentally. And I'm going to share all that right now. But today, on a Monday coming in, I feel good. I feel like I need to take a sip of water and drink a little water before we get into the nightcap. But yeah, I'm in a good place. I'm learning a lot about myself. I learned a lot about myself this week. And so we're just going to get all into it. Thank you so much for listening. If you have not subscribed, please subscribe. Share the podcast with your friends if you're really liking it. I'm live in New York City on Z100, 100.3. Still crazy. Like, who are we? Monday through Friday, 2 to 6 p.m. I'm also on tons of stations on the weekends all across the country. So to know which ones and which times, make sure you follow me on all socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. IG Venmo at La Crystal Rosas. We have our own IG at Crystal's Nightcap. And we have our own Twitter at Crystal Nightcap because they don't allow more than 15 characters. So we go, Elon, can you change that, please? So we can get Crystal's Nightcap up in there. All right, let's get into it. This is Crystal's Nightcap. (sighs) Sit back, relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Okay, so after I posted last week's episode, I had a FaceTime date again with Zad Zeddy. We're going to get all up into those vibes in the cave. So now I'm just going to tell you how the week went. Now, Tuesday was chill. I didn't do much except for prep for Wednesday. Wednesday was actual insanity because 
we got invited to the naming ceremony and the blue carpet and the ribbon cutting of this new cruise ship called MSC Seascape. And honestly, like I never really heard about the cruise ship MSC. I think that's why they're partnering with us in Z100 because they want to get it more out there. But the Seascape, Seascape in particular, I was very familiar with because... This summer, I was like, I really want to go on a cruise hella bad. Like, they look like so much fun. They look like such a vibe. I haven't been on a cruise since I was, I think, seven or eight. So I haven't been on a cruise as an adult. So I was on YouTube just going through all the cruise vlogs. And the newest cruise, one of the vlogs that I saw coming out was MSC Seascape. And this is supposed to be like the fattest, most luxury cruise that's going to be out. Yo, First of all, how juiced and how excited am I that I'm part of it and going to be endorsed by it. And I'm just, I really am praying that we get to go on an excursion sometime this year. That's not for certain yet. What was for certain is that we were going to be pushing the naming ceremony of the seascape. So what I thought it was going to be was just us getting a tour of the cruise. And then they also gave us a night stay in one of the cabins. I thought that was all that was going to happen, but no, pretty much I pull up. It's also a cocktail gala thing and like dinner and all that. So I pull up, you know, looking extra sparkly, looking extra, extra, you know me. And then our tour person says, okay, we're going to make our way to the theater now. And I thought that she was just going to show us the theater just to be like, hi, this is the theater. This is where we have performances. Y'all, what I witnessed was... (laughs) I just, my jaw kept dropping. I mean, they started off with these ribbon dancers running through the aisles doing a whole like ribbon rhythmic gymnastic thing. And then we had an MC there. And then they were bringing up like the president of MSC. They were bringing up the CEO. It was just insane. And then they had a cabaret performance straight from Broadway, line dancing. They had Andre Bocelli's son perform. If you don't know who Andre Bocelli is, he is one of the most famous Italian opera and classical singers. And his son was performing there. And then Sophia Loren, who was a huge, huge, one of the biggest movie stars of like the 50s and 60s. She was um, christening the ship. So she's like the godmother of the ship and the godmother of a lot of MSC cruises. I mean, when I was watching this whole charade performance, I was just like, is this real life right now? I felt like I was in a sitcom TV show where they, it was just like everything was just way over the top and so extra. And it was so cool. I felt so bougie being there. I was like, I, I just could not believe that I was a part of this. So after that, then our tour, because we had our own specific like tour guide for just me and my partner. Um, because we're going to be the ones that are endorsed by the ship. So that after that, they took us to a dinner. <laughs> Bruh, they had like foie gras, which is like duck liver. I it, Not my favorite, but I didn't order that. They had these like amazing prawn appetizers. We got lobster, steaks, everything. It was like literally five-star dining. Incredible. Unlimited alcohol, open bars. It was just crazy. I wasn't drinking because... Your girl got to get her content in. Your girl's here to work. Your girl is here to make sure that I'm taking care of the business in the bag. You know what I'm saying? I pulled up looking extra like I do. My dress was incredible and perfect because MSC Cruises has a contract with Swarovski, the crystals. And I love Swarovski crystals. And they're the only cruise ships that have Swarovski crystal staircases. So I made sure that I was bling blinging with my dress and I was taking pictures up and down those stairs. And like everywhere I was going, people were just like, whoa, your dress. Oh my God, your dress. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This was last year's Zara collection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I bought it on sale. I bought it on a crazy sale. And that dress was perfect for the occasion. So I was doing all that, running around getting content. All of a sudden on the loudspeaker, we hear an announcement. In 30 minutes, please make your way to the promenade. We will have a exclusive performance by Neo. <laughs> I'm like, Neo, what? Say less. So we run our way through the ship to try to get a little moment with Neo. He's out here performing for all of us. We get to meet him backstage. It was such, it was just really iconic. And then I was so pooped by the end. Uh, I got into bed because we we pulled up around 6.30. 
and they have like uh, a nightclub there. They have live music and all that. And you know, if I, I could have, I could have gone off and just did a little extra networking and all that, which I think would have served me purpose. But I was honestly so tired. And the next day, Thursday, I was gonna have a long day as well with work. So I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna knockout even though i live literally like two blocks away from where the cruise ship docks uh i was just like i'm just gonna sleep here you know who gets to sleep a night in new york city on a cruise ship like when am i gonna do this again so i just called it a night tucked in and woke up the next day ah oh, such an amazing view i had like a balcony i got to do a little stretching and like a quick little 15 minute yoga up in there and then I skedaddled right off of the ship. I had to get ready because Thursday I was doing a whole run through and a lot of filming for Jingle Ball, which is the biggest show of the holiday season. Honestly, in the whole country, like any Christmas show, the number one Christmas show, it's Z100's Jingle Ball. I mean, it sells out within a day. When you try to rebuy tickets, the tickets are crazy, not only because of the whole Ticketmaster fiasco, but... Tickets are just so high in demand, and the first Jingle Ball ever happened in New York City, so it's it's a New York City thing where all of the biggest pop acts of the year perform at Jingle Ball. So I had a lot of work to do on Thursday to get prepped for that. Uh, I went to work. I started recording stuff for all my weekend shows that I have, and then after work, I skedaddled right to Madison Square Garden to start doing the run-through of the post-show for Jingle Ball. Uh, we had to do some on-camera stuff with Eminem, so I had to get, you know, all ready for that, too. Uh, a lot of it was pro teleprompter work, so it wasn't too bad, but, you know, it's still a lot of work when you're on camera, but I loved it. And then I didn't get home until, I think, maybe 11 on Thursday, and then Friday, waking up, pedal to the metal, Echale el gas, porque aquí estamos for Jingle Ball. Now, Jingle Ball is the longest day ever, ever, ever. I mean, it's definitely up there with iHeartRadio Music Festival in Vegas. That's a, a two-day event. But, the, but this year, Vegas was a more chill, uh, thank goodness, than my first year doing Vegas, the festival. But uh, nonetheless, I mean, Jingle Ball is the longest day because we have a pre-show, a pre-party before Jingle Ball, and we're doing all the interviews and hosting for that, and all of that audio is getting sent to all of the iHeart stations across America. So that's what my role was. On Friday, I got up at 8 a.m., did my hair, did my makeup, uh, got all my stuff packed and ready, and I should have, you know, I was talking to my mom about this because I was just telling her how exhausted I was after everything. She was like, Mija, you should have, you already knew what you were going to wear. You already knew what you were going to have. You should have packed everything, like, a week before. And I'm like, you know what? Going forward, I am going to be pre-packing and making sure that I'm not doing everything last minute. But I'm a very last-minute procrastinator kind of person. That's something that I, I just, it's not going to be sustainable for me. So that's something I definitely need to work on. I got everything ready in the morning, did my hair, did my makeup, ran over to the All Access Lounge, which is just a block in front of Madison Square Garden, and that's where the pre-show, the pre-party is for Jingle Ball. We also have amazing artists that participate for that as well. Armani White was there. He has that big Billie Eilish song. Jax has that big Victoria's Secret song. Lawrence Spencer Smith had that big Boyfriend song. Uh, Jake has that big Golden Hour song. He's huge on TikTok. We had Tate McGray, who has a whole bunch of hits on the radio as well. And that's a free show, which is really fun. And it's really for the sponsors and for, like, free. Anyone that ha doesn't have tickets or can't get into Jingle Ball, you have a lot of chances to win tickets to get in there. And then you get to see all of the amazing activations and all the amazing partners that help put Jingle Ball on. So I was making stops at Fios Walking Tamales, which is my first Latino brand that I get to work with and endorse with iHeart. And I'm so thankful for them. I had a podcast with one of the CEOs. I'm also partnered with Splat Hair Color, which is like a temporary hair dye. And they have regular dyes and hair extensions, like really fun, cool, different colors. So I got to see them and the client and do some content work with them. But most of the time, I was just backstage doing all the interviews because the artists would pop up, do the do the performance, and then go do the meet and greets, and then they would do interviews for us. And that's, again, what gets cut up to everyone nationwide, and all the iHeartRadio stations are playing our interviews. And we're doing some photo shoots with them and TikToks and all that. So that was from 11 to 4.30. And then 4.30, I got to run to Madison Square Garden and get ready for the red carpet and doing everything for actual Jingle Ball there. 
So I run over there. I mean, I'm kind of annoyed because the jocks like us, like the radio people, we we usually get shafted for stuff like this. We don't have a green room. We don't have anywhere to get ready. We're like getting ready like in the corners behind like drapes and stuff. And it's it's really annoying, but it is what it is. And I had to get ready like in the public bathroom. So like anyone that was at Madison Square Garden to have fun at Jingle Ball, like they saw me in the bathroom in in the mirror where the sinks are just doing my hair and getting ready there. And it was just kind of embarrassing. But nobody knows who I am. It doesn't matter. But it's just like I wish I had my own space. I think I'm going to talk to somebody next year to see if we can get something like that. But even the green rooms, like they're usually really far away from where we need to be. Nonetheless... Uh, I was getting ready in the bathroom. I did it all myself. I did my hair myself. Um, we just don't have budget for hair and makeup team. And i that's something that I really am going to push for in my next contract because a lot of these events, I'm already so tired and I have to prep so much for them. If I had someone helping me with hair and makeup, it would just alleviate so much. But I'm also kind of controlling when it comes to that. So it's it's one, it's one hand and the other. I mean... I've been watching makeup YouTube tutorials since I was a junior in high school. Thank you to Jenna Marbles. But I was really into, remember I tried to be like a makeup guru. That was like one of my personalities. I think that was when it was really popular in 2014, 15. I was just going heavy with the makeup and doing all the cut creases and all that. And thank goodness that I learned how to do all that because my makeup looked fierce. Capital F. My makeup was so good. I was really happy about it. And my hair, too. Like, I've been... My mom was doing my hair when I was little. My mom, she actually opened up and ran a hair supply and salon in San Leandro. Shout out to Pelton Center. Yep, sound that I was up in those. So I've definitely had some experience doing my own hair. I can't really do other people's hair, but I can do my hair. I mean, I don't have a sister, and uh, my mom has helped me in the past, but I got my mom out here, so I gotta do it myself. And it came out so well. I mean, I put so much effort into my hair, and I feel like it really, really was different. And it really went with my dress, which was this crazy patent, like fake leather, um, red, burgundy, deep red moment that had these huge over the top shoulder pads. The sleeves were skinny, but very long as well. It was a mid thigh dress and I didn't eat carbs or sugar for a month to try to fit into this dress because when it came in the mail, she didn't fit. So I was like, I got to lose weight. So I lost eight pounds and I was able to snugly fit into the dress. I had this amazing gold belt from Amazon that I bought. And then uh, I paired this like cheaper look because the dress was from Fashion Nova. It was not expensive. Fashion Nova becoming a clutch. Y'all know me. Like I need to get sponsored by Fashion Nova because every event that I have, I just begin everything from Fashion Nova. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Um, but... Yeah, the boots were the most expensive part, and those were the boots I bought myself for my birthday this past year. They are these crazy gold, uh, like, like they look kind of like levitating boots, and they were the most expensive boots I've ever bought myself, and they were Fendi, and I didn't really know, I, I don't, I've only worn them once, I only wore them for my birthday dinner, but they were perfect with this outfit, especially with the gold belt, so it really came together so nicely, y'all. I made, like, the new like I made like online blogs like I was in pictures they like took my red carpet pictures from that outfit that night and I was getting messages sent to me that it was <laughs> it was on the blogs next to like actual celebrities and influencers like next to like Ava Max and stuff they're like the hottest looks from Jingle Ball and like I was right next to Ava Max I was like wait what this is crazy and I really did it all myself. Like, I'd be sometimes having a vision, and it just really come into life. Like, I didn't know until I started doing my hair in the bathroom, the public bathroom, Madison Square Garden, how I was going to do my hair. But I just was so proud of myself. I did it all entirely myself. A lot of other 
a jocks and people have teams. Again, we're just not there yet with the budget, but <laughs> uh, because that stuff is expensive. Like getting your hair done and makeup, that's easy, like five, six, seven hundred dollars just for one night of an event because they come to you and all that. And I'm just not there yet, but I'm thankful that I'm able to do it myself and it came out exquisite. And that's really fun for me. Like, I love getting dressed up and just being over the top and extra. Like, that is something that I've always loved. And I know some people might think it's superficial or stupid or who cares, but I I love it. And that's definitely the night to go off and do it. And I'm happy that I did that. And it was amazing. So my red carpet look was incredible. I got some good photos, some good footage. And then I also got the opportunity to work with Extra. Extra, Extra. Yeah, that extra, 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 which is so crazy because last year at Jingle Ball, I remember seeing from Elvis Duran's show, Scary Jones, working with Extra. And I remember seeing him doing all the on-camera stuff with the microphone and all that. And I was just like, damn, that is so cool. Like, these are the things that you get to do in New York. And I need to fi figure out a way how am I going to finesse myself in there? How am I going to be able to do some extra work? And this year, our boss was like, Hey, so um, you guys are going to do some work with Extra. And I was like, wait, are you serious? This is crazy. Like, this is really what I wanted to do. And it was amazing. We got to work with the amazing producers and camera people from Extra. And it we had our own little area where pretty much all the artists and celebrities would just come in. And we would just interview them real quickly. And then the interview would get chopped up to go on Extra. And that's actually airing tonight. I know. I know. It's insane. It's so insane. I just still, like, really can't believe that I did that. So we did that, and then I got to do a stage hit for Jingle Ball. We introduced Jake, who, he was my favorite person on the lineup. I really love Jake. Like, he's such a great kid. I got the opportunity to do his first ever Zoom radio interview back during the pandemic. And uh, we've, we've kind of grown and kept in touch since then. And to see where he's gone from there, to see that not only I have moved to New York since then, and um, he's gone so much bigger since then, we're both working at Jingle Ball together. So uh, I got to introduce him on stage. So I did a little stage hit on Madison Square Garden. And that just never gets old. I mean, Madison Square Garden, like 20,000 people. Like, that's insane. And then I also did a crowd hit where we did a sponsorship with Duncan. And then we were, like, in the crowd. You know, sometimes at concerts or events, you have the hosts that are, like, in the crowd with the people. Like, this row won this. And that was, like, all on TV. And that was all on stage. It was just so much fun. And that was crazy because... I mean, you know, like, I ain't nobody, like, I'm not known or nothing out here. Like, I'm still trying to pave my way, and I don't really know if I want to be known and stuff like that. At, at first, getting into radio, like, I, that's all I wanted. I wanted the clout. I wanted to be known, and I wanted to be famous. And now that I'm getting exposure to these different things, I am also getting exposure to the bad parts of it and the bad parts and, and just, like, having my own peace of mind and I'm kind of struggling with what, like, the life of being a public persona is. There's some security things that I've been going on behind the scenes that are really not okay and scary. And it's it's been a big issue for me. And I really don't like that part of it. And... um but what I do love is going into the crowd and seeing, like, the amazing kids that just, like, actually care about you or, like, just think that you're cool. And, like, you're, you see that you hugging them and smiling and taking a picture with them is, like, making an impact for them because these kids have been growing up listening to Z100 and now they see a girl that's on afternoons and has a show with her name and the title of the show and Latina at that. You know, these girls get to see me on Z100 and they're like, I could do that one day. Because before me coming to Z100, it was ran by all men. And so I really do see, like, the impact that I'm making. And these kids, like, do know my name. Like, they're like, Crystal, oh my god, Crystal, I love you. I listen to you every day. I'm just like, wow, like, this is incredible. Um, going into the crowd was so amazing. And it just, like, really warmed my heart. And people were giving me, like, gifts. Like, people had gifts for me. Like, some of, I don't, which is just so crazy. Like, some some kids wrote me amazing cards. And um, 
some people like made cards and gave them to me and had Christmas and holiday gifts for me that they gave me at All Access Lounge at the pre-show. And then even at Madison Square Garden when I was kind of running around in the arena, people really had stuff to give to me, which was crazy. Um, but yeah, when we did the stage hit, it was kind of crazy. Like we were getting swarmed, like like a bee getting swarmed. Um, and I was getting kind of like anxiety about it, especially because I have some issues going on, like with security problems um, and breachings here at work. Um, it just it does get me a little like frightened and a little nervous and scared. Like when I'm backstage, it's fine because it's not like that. But when I'm with the crowd of people, it it's a little scary. And uh, we had some handlers that were walking us around, which was cool. But uh, I'm I get a little paranoid sometimes, and so that was a little scary. It was just different. It was different. I mean, I, I loved it because I loved hugging everyone and seeing everyone. But also, it it did get a little overwhelming, and I kind of had to collect myself and take a breather. Um, after all that happened, because it was it, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was cool. Like I'm grateful and I'm thankful. It was just kind of a shock. Like last year we didn't do the crowd hit. It was all backstage and on stage work. And this year we did the crowd hit. And I was like, wow. Like that's that's crazy. Like they like people like we're not celebrities, right? Like no like nobody cares about me. But people like treated me like I was a celebrity, which was cr- like everyone wanted photos and stuff, which was like whoa, that's wild. Um, so yeah, I probably took like, probably like 50 to a hundred selfies with people just like walking through the crowd, which was like, like I, I've never, I, that hap- that doesn't even really happen much when I have appearances and stuff. So that it was just really crazy a little bit when I have appearances, but, uh, this one was just a whole other level. So then, um, yeah, Jingle Ball was amazing and great. Uh, I was kind of in a funk this Jingle Ball and I'll go into that in a second, but after Jingle Ball, me and <laughs> Zed Zeddy, a new guy that I've been dating since Thanksgiving, we had a FaceTime date. Now, I did get invited to after parties for Jingle Ball. I got invited by Jax to go to like a piano bar and have fun there. I got invited to other, other industry things, but I had such a long day and I've had such a long week. And honestly, like I really did want to talk to Zad Zaddy. If it but honestly, if it wasn't for him. I still wouldn't have gone out. I was so tired and drained and exhausted that I, w- I would have been like, you know what? I need to just rest because the next day, Saturday, I got scheduled for an, a shift. So I had to be back on the radio and it, I just knew that I needed to just rest. So after Jingle Ball, instead of going out and being running in the streets and doing extra stuff, I just decided to go home and I unwinded and I took my makeup off and then I had my little date with Zad Zaddy. And I'll get into that when we get into my cave. But then after that, the next morning, I went to work. And while I was at work, my prima, Jessica, y'all know Jessica's always pulling up. She's always coming through. I love my prima so, so much. She's the prima that got diagnosed with leukemia, which is cancer in your blood. And she got a bone marrow transplant, a blood marrow transplant, uh, thanks to her amazing brother. And she had been able, she was able to survive it and still is thriving and killing it. And she is a single mother of two. So she's just a superwoman. And she needed a little self care weekend out in New York. So she flew on in. So after my Saturday shift, I go back home. I rest a little bit. Jessica pulls up around 9 p.m. I was not sure if I wanted to go out or not, but I was like, you know what? I've had a really long weekend and. I know for sure I'm not going to want to go out tomorrow night, so let me take Jessica out tonight. My homie Trav, I've mentioned Trav before, Zaddy Trav, he um, is one of my good friends out here. He's always out, and he loves to have a good time. So he invited me out, and I was like, yeah, me and my cousin are going to pull up. We're going to look extra cute, and we're just going to have a good old time. So me and my cousin get all dressed up. We wear our annoying Russian hats, like little furry carpet-looking hats on our heads. We pull up to this new place here in the city down in Soho called the Highlight Room. It's on the top of one of the Moxie hotels, and it is just gorgeous. It is such a vibe out there. Get there a little early because there is a line down there. I don't know if they start charging or whatnot, but I got there at like 1030, which was great because there wasn't a lot of people. But by 11, it was packed, and there was a long line down there. So... Trav has a few of his friends there. We're all drinking. We're all talking. We're having a good time. Jessica's like, oh, I'm going to go buy a drink. I'm like, Jessica, we don't buy drinks. Like, we're not going to buy drinks. We are fine. The guys are going to get it for us, which they did. We take a few shots. We get a free drinks. I'm not drinking a lot, but Jessica 
and she's letting loose. And we are having a good old time. We are throwing it back on the dance floor. There's a Knicks player that's there, and that was kind of fun. I'm not going to say his name because me and Trav took a picture with him. I didn't care to get a picture with him, but Travis is really into sports and basketball, and he was like, come on, let's get a picture with him. So I was like, fine, fine, fine. We take a picture with him. I send it to Josh Martinez. He does nights here on Z100. He's also one of my best friends here. And I'm like, Josh, you know who this is? And he goes, he's an effing bum that doesn't even play because we're trying to trade his sorry ass. So, yeah, um, not posting that one. But, yeah, it was fun. We had a good time, and it was getting a little later. It was getting around midnight, and I wanted to take Jessica out to more of the bars. I wanted to take her to a little Christmassy bar because even though the rooftop here was great and all, I don't want to stay in New York in one place for the whole night, especially if I'm going out. So I take her to this place that I've been before called Carmen, and it's really hard to get in there. It's really packed because downstairs is a really small venue. It's, like, really small. So I pull up, and there's a line outside. They're like, okay, you guys can have drinks and stuff at the top bar, but you're going to have to wait to get down to where the music is. And we're like, uh, okay. So we go up there, and again, I'm not buying drinks. We're not going to buy drinks. Women, we do not need to buy ourselves drinks. I mean, we can. All for the I-N-D-E-P-N-D-E-N-T of it. Like, independent women go off, but if we don't have to, we're not going to. So I'm like, we're not going to buy drinks. We're just going to wait here until we go downstairs. But it's so crowded and everyone's trying to get in and the guy in charge of letting people in downstairs is also overwhelmed and swamped and he, it, that's the thing about New York. Like, nobody cares who you are or what you do and especially, like, I ain't nobody. But you can't get in nowhere, really. I did know the bouncer there, but he wasn't there that night and I hadn't talked to him like since, like, lot like this is the beginning of even before summer I don't even know when the last time I talked to him was so I felt weird just like texting him and being like hey you know can you get me in that's just it was just kind of a, I didn't want to do that I could have but I just didn't want to and after like 15 minutes of waiting and the guy like I just I know that he they they just have you sit there and wait they're not gonna tell you when they're just like oh just a little longer a little longer before you know it it could be 40 minutes and you're just sitting there like a tonta so i'm like jessica we're leaving even though i knew it was such a vibe down there that's like the best dj but let's go so we went to a place across the street called butterfly i pull up and i get to the front and it looks kind of like quiet and kind of dead and i'm like are there even people in there is it open he's like yeah there's people in there then there wouldn't be if if we weren't here and I was just like, okay, it just sounds dead. That's why I was asking. And then he's like, okay, well, um, you need a stamp. And I was like, well, where do I get the stamp? And he's like, the guy downstairs. I was like, there was no one downstairs. And he goes, okay, well, he'll be here in a few minutes. I'm like, here we go again. Here we go again. Y'all, this is why I don't like to go out in New York. Like I, I, this is really why I don't like to go out. It's always something. And the bouncers always think that like, it's just, it's just really tough to get in anywhere or do anything. So then the guy that's in charge of the stamps comes up and the security tells him, oh, like they need their stamps. I was like, yeah, like we want to go in. And he just looks at us and then walks away. And I tell the guy, okay, we're clearly not wanted here. We're going to leave. So I just leave. It's just zero for two. So annoying. And then... I'm like, you know, at least I want to take you to Pete's Tavern because that's where it's like the cutest Christmas bar in the city. I'm like, Jess- and Jessica's already on one. She's already drunk, so she don't even know what's happening. She don't even care. She's having a good old vibe by herself. So I taxi us over to Pete's Tavern. We get in, no problems, but it's already like 1.30, about to be two. Actually, it's like 2.30, about to be three. Yeah, that's how much time has passed. And we haven't gone in anywhere. We haven't gotten another drink. We get to Pete's Tavern. We take some selfies. We start talking to these people who tell us, oh, my God, we love your hats. And I start talking to this little crew, and they're, like, talking about our hats, and we're doing a little small talk. And then one of the guys goes, well, it was nice talking to you guys in your hats. And the way he said it, like, with his stink attitude, I was like, so you're t- you're, are, you de- are you telling us to leave? And then the girl was like, no, 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 he didn't mean it like that. And he was so rude. Like, he was just so rude. And that's when I was like, come on, Jessica, we're leaving. Like, the vibe was just bad everywhere. It was just like bad vibe after bad vibe after bad vibe. And this doesn't always happen. Like, sometimes it's chill. But, the, and you know, as I've mentioned, like, I just haven't really been drinking that much lately. So maybe if I did have a few drinks in me, I kind of would have just not cared. Or I could have gone off even more on them. But because I was more on the sober side, I just don't like rude people and I don't like it when people 
don't make you feel like wanted or included or like are just nice. Like I feel that energy very, very quickly. And that feeling of someone doesn't want you to be there. Someone doesn't care that you hear is making you feel like good. Like I just leave. So I was like, we are leaving. So me and Jessica are leaving. Uh, she's hungry. She wants to get food. She's also like still like really like like having a good time. She has no idea of anything of, that's going on. She's just kind of following me around where I'm dragging her. We find this chicken, like this fried chicken place. We pull up and it's amazing. We sit down. We um Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Just eat, and it was just so fun. And then we get a taxi back to my place. We pulled up probably around 3 30 ish. And that was Saturday night. But yeah, let me tell you, New York, the nightlife, it's it's so tough. And that is why people usually like to go to one place and just stay there the whole time. Because if you leave anywhere after like, I want to say like 1230, you're waiting in a cold line. You don't know how long you're going to wait. The bouncers are probably going to be rude to you and not care. Uh, you're going to get in there and it's just going to be mad crowded. It's just like. Like, I do like to dance and stuff. And I, I do have certain bars and clubs that I can get into. For example, I know the people at Somewhere Nowhere or I know people at other places. But I also want to try out different places. And I also don't want to hit them up all the time. Like, I don't want to be that annoying person. So that's why I didn't hit up the people that I do know um, out in New York. But all in all, I mean, I, I it was fine. I just, that's an, a reason why I really don't like going out in New York. I also, I really like going to like more low-key, loungy places. I should have taken her to like La Esquina or PhD Rooftop or something, but um, I've been to those places so many times. I just kind of want to try new places that I haven't been as much. It was, it was rough. But again, because I didn't drink a whole lot and I was drinking a lot of water as well as I was drinking, I woke up Sunday morning in a really great mood and I've been going through some things at work. So I really have been needing help and answers and, you know, just to not dive into too much detail, there is a problem here at work that, that I can't really fix or solve. It's a problem that's going to stay with me until my contract ends in a few years. And it's a problem that my mom and most people around me know about. I I don't really feel comfortable giving you details about it because I don't want to throw anything or anyone under the bus for anything. But it's, it's it's a pretty vital issue that I'm going through here at work. And when my mom called me on Saturday morning or, or Sunday morning, I, I forgot what day, I think it was Saturday morning after Jingle Ball, um, she was just like, yeah, Miha, like you really need to work. I don't know how you're going to do this, but I need you to work on not letting those factors affect your mood because I did see it in your face. Like you did look like you weren't happy and having a good time. And honestly, like at the cruise ship, like at the, at the event on Thursday for work and even all day at Jingle Ball, like I was sitting around thinking I'm not happy. There's a, there's something that's going on and it just really it's breaking my spirit and all I want to be is like a joyous person and like smiling and laughing and the issue that I have it, it turns me into a different person when I'm at work and um it's so hard and I found myself in that especially at the all-access lounge like I was just when I get in when when the, the, this situation is around me I just kind of cave in and I just kind of want to be lost in my phone and I don't want to talk to nobody or do nothing other than just focus on work. And it's been breaking down my spirit. And my mom is just like, Miha, like, I don't know how we're going to do this, but you really need to figure out, we need to figure out together how we can get you out of that funk. And I said, I know, I know. And then after Jingle Ball on Saturday after work, my boss, he he's very well aware of the issue. There's really not much he can do as well. And he checked in with me. And I'm so thankful for my boss because he really has my back. And he's always checking in to make sure that I'm still hanging in here and still okay. Uh, he was like, how was it? How, how was everything? You know, on the outside, I have to tell you, Crystal, it looked great. It looked like you were doing, you did so well. 
there were so many compliments about you and your work, um, but how are you doing with that situation? And I just told him, I'm like, listen, it's really tough, and I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I think we need to talk about this another time, but I'm really struggling. I'm really, really, really struggling. But I'm still loving what I do, and I still love it here, and I'm so thankful for you for checking in. I mean, I did what I had to do. I got my content, everything, but my spirit is kind of breaking. Like, I am struggling. So then I got up on Sunday, and I was like, I need God. Like, I need to go to church. Like, I need maybe at church I can find some answers or something. So I went to church. Uh, Jessica was a little hungover and tired, so she missed church. But um, I went to church, and it was cool, like the— the homily and the reading, like it, it was about patience because John the Baptist, when he was in jail, uh, he sent out some people to ask Jesus, like, is this the real Jesus? Are you really the Jesus we've been waiting for? And then Jesus is like, yeah, like it's me. Like you need to keep your faith and the, the, the patience, like with patience, you will find, you will find that it really is me. And it's just, uh, it was just talking about us waiting for Jesus to come uh, for Christmas. So that's what like the reading was all about. And then after I was done with church, I've made some friends at church, like with the choir people and with like the directors and stuff. So I like to hang out after church and talk to them. And we usually have like a coffee and tea moment. So Jessica by this time has gone up and she's like, I'll meet you at Starbucks. I was like, yo, yo, meet me at church. I want you to meet my church friends. So my prima just pulls up and she meets everyone. I'm showing everyone off to her and we're talking over coffee and, and tea and cookies and we're all just kind of going around the room sharing our stories and all this stuff and just getting to know each other more um and it's really great I mean just the community there I'm just so thankful for there were only like six of us but we are just sharing our stories of how we got to New York and what we do and one's an actor one used to work at, at Disneyland it was Pluto in Disneyland one is a, a finance chick who is like at a huge financial firm so it's just where I'm just seeing people from all different walks of life but we're all coming together because of God. And I want to make sure before I go into all of this that I that you and I know that I'm not trying to push religion onto you. This is not why I share this. I want you to believe whatever you believe and I completely respect that and I ain't trying to convert you or nobody to nothing. I'm just ex- sharing and explaining like what has been going on with me and what is helping me. So after we all share, we were there for like like two hours just chatting. Uh, we wrap up with a prayer and some hymns. And uh, one of our homies, he had the prayer of the day. And the prayer really spoke to me. I got so emotional because I feel like it really was the answer that I needed. It's not the full answer, but it's a word of 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 the prayer was what I was lacking and need more of. And the word was joy. The word is joy. And, and I learned what what people say joy stands for. <laughs> Jesus, others, and yourself. Uh, put Jesus first, others second, and then yourself last. And I'm going to share with you what the word was yesterday in this Advent book because it just really, it, it I felt like, this is so crazy. And I hear people saying all the time, like, the Holy Spirit came to me. I like death felt like that. I was like, whoa, oh my God, I feel it, Jesus. And it was just so crazy because I was really, I really needed help. Like, I really need help in the situation that I'm in. And when my mom tells me she can't help me, when my boss tells me he can't help me, I'm like, damn, I need Jesus. So let me just read to you real quick, like, what it was about. Um, last Sunday, we talked about shalom, which is God's perfect peace. With peace comes the promise of joy, a promise for the future, but also for right now. If the Lord's joy were a house, we wouldn't just be welcomed in it. It would be our home address. Biblical joy is different than what many people think. It's more than a simple emotion or a sense of overall cheerfulness. Joy in Christ isn't dependent upon our situation or mood. It flows from our connection with the Lord and transcends our circumstances. That was really important for me. It flows from our connection with the Lord and it transcends our circumstances. Joy beats what we're going through. Because of all he's done and continues to do, we can rejoice in him no matter what happens. In Advent, Christ is the reason we wait with great expectation. Colossians 1, 13 through 14 tells us that on the cross, he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So as Christmas draws near, take heart. The one who is and who was and who is to come is near. 
The question to think about, like the reflection question, and this says, what's standing in the way of you experiencing the fullness of joy in Christ? Ask the Holy Spirit for help in recognizing any obstacles and for grace to overcome them. Yo, I like, I, I just, that's so much of what I needed. And I like needed to step away after that to just kind of like collect myself and have a little me moment and cry because I really felt like, you know, in church, when I was at church, I didn't really get the answer that I needed, but just like hanging out with my church friends and that reading alone, like it was what I needed. I really need help with God and the Holy Spirit to give me grace to overcome what is stopping me from being joyous here at work. Um, and then today, December 12th, I turn over my prayer calendar and it says, December 12th, be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ. So basically that's just, the, the word joy is there again. And what it's just telling me is just to keep praying and just make sure that I'm still connected to that and God so that he can help me. They can help me because God is not a man or a woman. God is a they. Let's not forget. <laughs> we say God, he a lot, but God is actually should be a they for if we're being correct here. Uh, no, but yeah, again, like just to recap this, I, I really hope that I'm not like pushing religion. That is not what's going on. You can use this to reflect anything that you have going on. But the root of it is that all of us go through things and are going through things every single day that are stopping us from the joy that we should be living regardless of your religion or beliefs, right? Like we all should be happy. And I'm just like really getting these signs and these messages and these like readings and um, this like just, just spiritual feeling that I just need to stay connected and keep praying and keep like reading and learning and exploring my Catholicism and Christianity to not let outside factors stop me from my joy and being happy. It's not easy. I'm going to have to work a lot at this. Um, but just that alone, like it, it really helped me a lot. So whatever you are going through, I know it's tough. You're not alone. It's not easy. There is a greater energy and situation that is looking out for you and wants you to be happy and wants you to figure it out. And you're going to do it and you're going to get through it and we're going to get it through it together. Like you're going to hear what I got going on, whatever you got going on. If you want to tell me, hit me on Snapchat at La Crystal Rosas. You know, I'm always here for you. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, we last week uh, talked about, or the week before talked about my Theo Juvie and that really resonated with a lot of you guys. My uncle that just turned 50, that doesn't have kidneys because he suffers from kidney disease. And, you know, a lot of you guys were crying with me in the episode and feeling those feelings with me of helplessness when you can't help a family that is diseased or um, has problems. I know a lot of families deal with people that have addiction issues. I know someone really close to me that's dealing with that and their family. And a lot of those things you just cannot control. You got to let go and let God and control, like, what you can. So, whew. That was definitely a spiritual awakening moment. Jessica, my prima, was so happy and felt so happy and at peace after we left. I know she's going through her own things as well. We all are. So she felt really good. And I was like, prima, like, I really encourage you to, like, go to church because that's a time that you're giving to the Lord, but you're giving it to yourself because God is in all of us. So we are giving that ourselves that peace and those answers just by being around people that also want to lift us up and do well and have us all succeed so I was so thankful for that whole thing like amen amen to that none of us are perfect and that's the good thing about what I believe in is that we all know we're perfect we're not per we all know we're perfect <laughs> no we all know we're not perfect so we give each other that space to make mistakes we can sin like that's what our religion is about is like we were saved from all of our sins so we're not perfect we all just got to make sure that we're doing the best we can and give the best to other people than we can yo preacher crystal in the house Preacher Crystal in the house, throwing it back for you, throwing it back for the Lord. <laughs> so that was Sunday after that, me and my prima, Jessica, just ran around Saks Fifth. She got her little bougie shopping on. Self-care, self-love. You got to love yourself. You got to spend what you work so hard for on yourself sometimes. Make sure you spoil yourself. Of course, we're supposed to give as much as we can to others, but... 
don't forget about you because ain't nobody going to take care of you like you. I, you know, I've had to tell my mom and my family, like, I ain't got no mans. I ain't got no husbands. I ain't got no baby daddies. So who else is going to spoil me other than myself? So we did a little self-care on Sunday. We were all up and down Saks Fifth. We went to H&M. She was so sweet. She was like, I want to buy you an outfit so we can go out to dinner and be cute. So she bought me a beautiful dress from H&M. And it was just so fun. We got back home around, I want to say six or seven and we did want to go out. Oh, no, no. We actually went to dinner first uh, to the spot that I've been wanting to go for so long. It's not really expensive or anything, but the decorations inside are so cute. If you saw my Instagram story, there's like fake clouds with like LED lights and just beautiful vintage gold mirrors everywhere. It's a small little place called Nine on Ninth Avenue and 42nd in the city. Midtown area, and I've walked by it so many times, and I was always like, I want to go there, I want to go there, but I want to go there with someone, like, important to me. I don't want to go there with one of the guys that I date. I don't want to go there with, like, just anybody. Like, I really wanted to go with someone that I loved so much, so I told my pretty much, I was like, I know exactly where we're going. We're going to this place, and we pulled up, and it was cool. The The fried rice was not the best. I got the pineapple fried rice. It was just not it. It was like, it was just kind of gross, but the shrimp rolls were great, and... Next time, I'll go just for the shrimp rolls and maybe something else. Anyways, anyways, after that, we went back to my place, and we just fell asleep. We just knocked out because we had some long days, and she was still adjusting with the time change. But, yeah, that was uh, Sunday, and now we're back at it today. And I'm feeling really good. I have been catching up with my family here and there when I can. I've been keeping in close contact and catching up with my mentor when I can. And even though things are a little rocky here at work sometimes, um, today, you know, I'm just saying I'm going to try to be joyful and handle obstacles with grace. And I'm just going to try to not let other people bring me down or other things bring me down. So that was how that has all been. But what about the boys? What about the boys? What's going on with Zad Zaddy? What's going on with Prince Eric? Let's get into my cave. Crystal's cave is where we talk about my dating life and the crevices. We're getting into it right now. Hello. Who's in here? It's so dark. Ew, what's dripping? Did I just step on something? You're now inside Crystal's cave. Oh my gosh. Zazaddy and I had like a five hour long FaceTime date on Friday night. It was insane. I mean, who, how, like, what do you even talk about with somebody for five hours? I don't understand. But we're really getting to know each other a lot. And then on Friday night, when I talked to him again on FaceTime after Jingle Ball, we talked for a few hours as well. I think like three hours because I was just so tired. And he was also really tired from the work week as well. But we've really been getting into into it. We've been getting into it. Not in a bad way. Actually, in a really good way. I'm learning different things about him. Uh, I brought up that that past Sunday I went to church. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't been to church in so long. Like, I really need to go back to church. And I was like, oh, dang. Like, he goes to church, too? Like, look at us. I was like, oh, how long has it been since you went to church? And he was like, three weeks. I was like, three weeks? I didn't say anything. But, like, it was longer for me. It was like a month for me. So, Knowing that he goes to church and he has his own like relationship with God is really important to me. I never really cared about that stuff and it really wasn't a thing for me, but you know, we're growing and we're evolving and I really do want to have a lifelong okay, I'm not saying that he is going to be a lifelong partner, but just as I'm dating people, I really do want to have a partner that has a relationship with God as well and wants to bring that into our future and has like the same understanding of it as me or, you know, their own relationship. But I want someone that is religious and uh, Christian or Catholic. So that was amazing. Uh, he showed me a picture of him at a Niner game. He was wearing gray sweatpants and the bulge was bulging. The bulge was bulging. And so I called him out. I'm like, your mom used to just let you walk around in public with gray sweatpants, you little skank. Like, what is that about? And he was kind of giggling. And that's what I'm going to say about that. And then he started talking to me about some of his hobbies that he had back in the day. He brought up that he used to be like a little sneakerhead. And he was like, oh, yeah, it used to be so hard for me to find sneakers because I'm a size 14. And I was like, you're a size 14? 
He's like, yeah, like, I just have a big foot. And I was just like, oh, my, yo, whoa, wild. Um, Something else? <laughs> These are notes that I was taking while I was talking to him. Or after I was talking to him, I took some notes, and I'm reading these off to you. Um, something really that I love about him is that he's not on social media. I mean, you know me. I have my primate that whenever I start dating a guy that I'm kind of like, yo, I'm kind of starting to like him. Do your thing. She is an FBI CIA agent. She is a private detective, and she will find out anything about somebody. All she needs is first and last name. And... Um, she really could not find nothing on him. She literally could only find his LinkedIn. She's like, dude, he's done. Like, he's not on the apps. And I love that. Like, I love it when guys don't have social media. Y'all know that when I hang out and see Prince Eric, the guy that I see out here in New York City, he also doesn't have social media. And I just, I love that. I could not be more elated. Uh, just to give you a little more reference, uh, if if you haven't caught up with the past episodes, Zad Zaddy is a guy that I met Thanksgiving weekend in California in the Bay where I live, and we've been talking on FaceTime and texting since then. So something interesting that I also brought up to him because we were kind of texting back and forth is that he really wants to go to Germany next year, and the number one place that anyone ever says, like, where do you want to go for me? Is and has been Germany. I want to go to Munich so bad. I've never been to Europe. But if you know me, you know that my favorite band ever is Tokyo Hotel. A very niche band. You might not know about them, but they won Best New Artist for the MTV VMAs back in 2013. And they've just been my favorite boy band. Like, they got, they are the ones, they are the reason I am a groupie and was a groupie. Is because I loved them so much. When I was 19, I took a mega bus. A mega bus. I took a bus from San Francisco to L.A. to see them and meet them. And I love Tokyo Hotel, and I've always loved the German culture because of them. So I, I really have been wanting to go to Germany. And he's like, oh, yeah, next year I think I'm going to Germany for Oktoberfest. You should come. And I'm like, why are, you, why are you trying to be like me? Like, I've been trying to go to Germany. And he's just like, oh, well, now I want to go even more. But the thing is, I find myself going back to my default city girl, toxica, ways because when he told me that when he was like yeah i'm going i'm trying to go in october like you should come i really my default was to be like yeah i probably won't even like you by then or and but it's just like that's just how my brain works like i always want to just i really just always want to go back to default and just be kind of mean to these guys but this guy isn't a guy to do that like he's a grown man like he's not somebody that will play games like that like i think he would be like i don't like that energy so i really have to hold myself back from my toxic default trait i really need to get out of that space because i'm just so used to being toxic and throwing these like snark remarks and comments at guys usually they can handle them but i just feel like He's not the one for me to do that, too, because he would really be like, bye. Anyways, anyways, me and him being on these hour-long FaceTime dates, I feel like I'm in that dating reality show Netflix, Love is Blind. I feel like we're in the pods. Even though I could see him, like, I feel like because we don't live close, like, we have no other option but just to get to know each other and spend the time that we can uh, catching up uh, for a, for a long time, so we're we're getting into these like really deep conversations about family and marriage, and um, it's we're definitely on the, like the same page about a lot of it. We're not talking about marriage in between ourselves or anything like that serious, but we're just kind of talking about it in ha- in a like a existential sense, and it's interesting. Like it's so interesting, and him and I really like align as I mentioned in a lot of what we've been talking about so that was Monday night with him right and then Tuesday night I had a FaceTime with my brother Junior and my little brother Esteban so we all three had a whole night just to talk together on FaceTime and I'm you know I'm sharing with them a lot of these things and they didn't know what he looked like so Junior was like oh like send me a picture of this dude so I send him a picture and Junior goes whoa this guy beat my ass (laughs) You know, Junior, you know, Junior, he's the captain of the Short King community. And um, he was like, yeah, this guy is big. Like, this guy is tall. Yeah, he is. He's tall. He's like six, uh, three or something. And he definitely works out and goes to the gym. My brother, Junior, literally said, 
Dang, I would like to test my vessel on him. I'm like, what do you, What does that even mean, Cochino? He's like, no, no, it's been so long that I've wrestled someone and had someone to wrestle. My brother, like, when we were, he loves to wrestle people. He would, he would box and wrestle people at our high school. And even though my brother is small in stature, like, he... He's hella strong, and he can beat a lot of people even bigger than him in arm wrestles. Um, he would go up against these big football players, and people really wouldn't be able to take down my brother. I think it is because he's, like, smaller to the ground, so he has more. <laughs> but no, no, for real. I'd be, I'd be roasting him, but um, you know I love my brother, and, and it's all love. But, yeah, um, Junior has always been able to effectively wrestle people. He was always really good. I wish that he would have done wrestling in high school or something. Even though he's not that skinny, he's a little more stockier. But I guess Junior says that he wants to wrestle this guy, and he's like, and if he wins, then he can take you out. And if he doesn't, then he is a square. But it just wouldn't even be fair. I mean, Zad Zaddy is, like, literally six foot three. My brother, not, like, maybe five, eight, seven. So, and that's even being generous. So, I don't know. Junior really wants to wrestle him, uh, which is hella funny. And I was telling my little brother, Esteban, like that this guy's taking Spanish lessons. I told you that before him and I went out, he told me that he has been taking like really highly, high intensive Spanish courses every day. And then Esteban goes, oh, so he has a Latina fetish. And I was just like, bro, who doesn't? Okay, who doesn't but honestly that's really important to me too to um to have someone date someone and grow with someone that can understand and speak the language that my family speaks so that's already kind of like a good thing um Esteban was also worried about my puzzling habit he says that me puzzling is super stupid because if you know I completed my thousand piece puzzle yes I did neighbor Jay helped with that uh Prince Eric out here he helped with that as well one of the guys that I'm seeing and Esteban thinks that puzzling is not a good hobby because it doesn't make us any money. So he looked into other hobbies I can get into that could be lucrative, like calligraphy. I would love that. I could really see myself just for hours practicing the lettering there. He also wants me to get back into ceramics. If you didn't know, I was just a star in our ceramics department when I was in high school. I was even invited to AP ceramics my senior year. I opted to just do an elective and not go to class for that. <laughs> time but uh yeah i really love ceramics i was so good at it but ceramics is also expensive like to go to a ceramic studio to book sessions are like hundreds of dollars and it, you have to do the first session you probably have to do the follow-up session and then you have to paint it and then you have to fire it so it's a lot of steps uh so i don't think i'm gonna get into ceramics anytime soon um but ultimately esteban says that he thinks he would be way better at puzzling than me that he wants to have a puzzle off, that he wants us to both get the same puzzle and then clock in at the same time to work on the puzzle so one of us doesn't have more time than the other and to see who gets progress done with the puzzle sooner. Now, he doesn't know that my thousand-piece challenge, I started at the top. A thousand-piece is a big old puzzle. I started at the top. I know I didn't do it all my own, all myself, but I invested a lot of time in there, so I know my puzzle tricks. It's someone I think is just jealous that I over here have a hobby that he hasn't been able to dibble into. Him and I, he's always trying to compete with me. He usually always wins with things. But I think puzzling, I'm going to be better. And Esteban also knows that I am more creative and better a drawer than him, even though he is a better painter than I am. He does kind of go off in the painting department. But my little brother, Esteban, is always trying to compete with me and always wants to be better than me and faster and stronger and richer, which honestly, I think he is like in all in all I really do think he is I love him so so much but yeah that's what is going on in the guy department uh Friday while I was at Jingle Ball Prince Eric the guy that I'm dating out here was like hey you know how's your week been are you gonna be able to relax this weekend I'm like no it's Jingle Ball I absolutely cannot and he was like well if you you know want someone to hang out with tonight when you get off like let me know but I already had my FaceTime date with yes Zad Zaddy scheduled so well, first of all, I was so tired. I don't even think I would have had him over even if I didn't have my date. But I was really looking forward to all week having my FaceTime date with Zad Zaddy. So, you know, there was really nothing that was going to deter me from that. And again, I already told you, like, I kind of feel weird about Prince Eric. I feel like he he he's doing what is supposed to be done. Like, we really only hang out together, like, at night. And he's really sweet. I do have a good time with him. He does buy me food every time we hang out. He is just a sweet, sweet, sweetheart. 
we've been dating since June. He'll go and do stuff with me that I want to do if I ask him or he asks me. He's a really a sweetheart. He really is. It's just, I don't know. I'm kind of starting to like dwindle. And this happens between him and I. You know, when I started dating Tom Cruise a little more seriously, I kind of was pushing aside Prince Eric for Tom Cruise. And then now I have this guy that I am talking to that lives on the other side of the country. And I need to hang out virtually with him as well. So it's just, yeah, um... I don't know. It's just a little, it's it's like, I like spending time with Prince Eric, but I don't know if I really see anything growing and happening like longer term with him. He has not been as open and vulnerable like Zad Zaddy has about things. I feel like I know Zad Zaddy so much more and in depth than I do Prince Eric. And Prince Eric and I live in the same dang city and have been dating since June. So it's just kind of like... I don't know. I don't really know what's going on with there. Like, I don't want to completely cut him off, but I also do feel guilty that I'm talking, like, on these deeper levels with Zad Zaddy because it kind of makes me feel guilty, like, on both ends. Like, Zad Zaddy doesn't know about Prince Eric. Prince Eric doesn't know about Zad Zaddy. So it's just kind of, like, a lot. And I don't know. I just feel kind of weird. Even now, my heart is palpitating. I feel weird about the whole thing. So I don't know if I want to see... Prince Eric as I'm getting to know Zad Zaddy more because it's my brain is just it's getting too confusing for me but that's what's going on um Prince Eric didn't try to reschedule or anything like that he has a wedding tonight and I've tried to make effort with him and it was kind of reciprocated kind of not he's made effort with me I've been wishy-washy with him so it's kind of just a wishy-washy situation that me and Prince Eric have and honestly like I feel like Zad Zaddy's putting a lot more effort I mean, we talk every, we text, even though we don't talk and FaceTime or call every single day, we, we text a few times a day. And sometimes if we're going hours without texting each other, we'll give each other like long catch ups. And I really like that. Me and Prince Eric, we don't even text every day. I feel like we only hit each other up when we want to physically see each other, which is fine as well, but we don't even really do that even often either. So I don't know, bruh. I don't know, I don't know. But that is what's going on. And honestly, it's just making me really happy to have Zad Zaddy around. Like, I remember when I was dating during the pandemic, that millionaire guy, the one who was a liar. Um, I remember, like, waking up to text from him and throughout the day, we'll get, we'll send each other, like, long texts. And it made me feel so happy and good. And just all day, I'm just walking around just in a good mood because, you know, I'm going to respond to him soon or I can't wait to hear from him soon. And that's kind of how I'm feeling with this Zad Zaddy guy. Everything that we talk about and text each other, it's just positive stuff. Like, he be reassuring me and positive <coughs> reinforcements to me, and I be doing the same to him. Like, it's just all good, positive vibes and fun vibes, and I'm trying not to feel attached. Like, I don't be checking my phone all the time for him. Like, we don't really send each other good morning texts like that or good night texts. We just kind of follow up from where we were. It's very easy. It's very chill. It's very simple. So I don't know. It's it's a good place to be. Like, I am happy right now with where I'm at. And I'm honestly really, really excited to be back home for the holidays to see him face-to-face and to see if we, like, get along in person again, even though I've already went on a date with him. But to do that more. Like, we're kind of planning things to do together. So I really love that. And it's good vibes. What a weird time. Like, what a, a weird, just what a weird situation and this is. I don't know. I, but I'm feeling good about it. And that's all that matters. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.